Welcome to Fearless Conversations, a podcast for professional working moms who want to feel more confident, have more impact, and stop second-guessing themselves. I'm your host, former Big Four, certified mindset coach, and mom, Anya Morgan. Listen in to learn how to feel more self-assured, how to own the value you bring in your role, and how to deal with challenging situations easily and drama-free. If you're a mum in professional services who wants to feel better and get more done, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to Fearless Conversations. I called this podcast Fearless Conversations because I wanted it to be a place where I could talk fearlessly about the things that I see coming up in both my coaching practice, also in my circle of friends with women of my generation. So I'm 45, so women around my age. And to say freely and openly the things that I see that are pertinent to all of us. And this is no easier for me than it is for you to say things that you notice, that you feel very convinced are true but that the belief system that we've been steeped into would reject us possibly saying. And I'm telling you this because I'm about to say something that I'm a bit afraid about saying, even though I'm my own podcast called Fearless Conversations. So there you go. Um, and what, what precipitated me recording this actual episode was I was listening to a podcast when I was out on my walk this morning and I find myself actually getting really wound up about it. Um, the podcast was exploring the theme of whether or not the question they were asking was, was does the patriarchy still define what it means to be a mother or have women taken back that title? And, you know, what then ensued was a very big conversation on um, access to childcare and the difficulty of sort of maintaining a foothold in a career that you've built in the early years of your of your kids childhood and how hard those years are with you know if you don't have access to family or if you don't have childcare arrangements that are cheap and accessible what it means in terms of the decisions some women have to make about work which is a very real and valid issue and i know that is but i think what this conversation overlooks is that we certainly my generation to distance ourselves from the patriarchy and say, the patriarchy think this, but we think that is really an illusion because we are steeped and baked into the patriarchy ourselves. The term patriarchy just refers to like a social system wherein men hold primary power and dominate over women because of the roles they can have in society. And because that typically was men went to mark work, earned the money, therefore they're superior. And women who don't go to work, who don't earn the money, who don't have the access and decision-making over the money are therefore inferior. So in that system, power, authority, decision-making is men's remit. And because they're making decisions for and on behalf of themselves, women are disadvantaged. And this is true. Like that is that is the problem with the patriarchy. And this is true. 
the problem I find with podcasts I was listening to this morning was the subtext of this conversation is working is better and not working is somehow inferior, which is in itself a patriarchal viewpoint. If a patriarchy refers to a system in which some people hold power and therefore are superior and some people don't hold power and therefore are inferior, I see so many of these conversations about women in the workplace coming back to a basic underlying supposition or like just assumption that it's better for you to work and it's worse if you don't work. And I think this is a real thought error. I recently, I've been thinking a lot about the fact that, like I think about if we go back to the 1950s when a lot of women were really struggling because of what they had access to socially. So they, their options with respect to working outside the home, you know, using their abilities, being able to study, being able to work, they really suffered because those were suppressed. But for that, there were a lot of women who had a great time during the fifties. They loved being homemakers. They loved being there for the raising of their children and wouldn't have had it any other way. And recently I was thinking about if we were to measure like the combined happiness of women of the 50s, so like poured all that contentment of the women who were unconflicted about how they lived and all that discontent that came from not having access to opportunities and shook them up in a big glass, we would get like the happiness of women overall measured in that glass. And what I've been exploring is, is was the combined net happiness lower then than it is now for the access we have? If you took the combined happiness levels, contentment levels, discontent levels of women today and shook them up in the glass, you would expect that for how we've progressed as women and how the feminist cause has moved on, it's not where we want it to be, but it has moved on significantly from the 50s, you would expect that the happiness level would be higher today. The net happiness level of women would be higher today. And I don't think it is. I think it's probably equal to or even less than. And I think the reason for that is because we've bought hook, line and sinker into this myth, this patriarchal myth that working is better. Which, you know, on the on the podcast that I was listening to, the woman who was sharing like her very real and valid struggle of what it is to be somebody in academia working with young children. And she talked about how the pressure of it was crushing. She talked about that she was felt that she was constantly treading water, that she has to feel work so hard just to keep the foothold that she's sort of carved out for herself until now in her career, that just to do that was all, all consuming. And at no point in this podcast did she touch on what her reasons were for seeking 
the opportunity to work. Now, of course, you might listen to that and go, well, that's totally obvious, it's lifestyle. Yes, but again, these are lifestyle choices. And I think to not have a conversation which talks about the difficulty in being in this position as a woman. So, and by in this position, I mean like, you know, managing childcare, bringing up children, holding on to your career. I think we have to know what it is we've chosen in going for that career. And if it's lifestyle reasons, great. If it's that you love your job, brilliant. If it's that you want to be the person in the world who does that, fantastic. Those reasons are valid. But if there's a feeling that I'm a person like this, which is high achieving, who does things like that, which is reach the height of what's possible for me, you are laboring, excuse me, you are laboring under patriarchal belief systems. And that patriarchal belief system is working is better. Is working better. Is working better. I don't know that it is. If you read, I'm sure you have seen it, this thing that some nurse shared of, you know, the top five regrets of the dying. And they're all, um, they're like, I wish I hadn't worked so much. I wish I had spent more time with my family. I wish I had told the truth. I wish I had went for what was possible for me. Um, and I wish I had nurtured friendships more. I think that's what they are. Um, and again, if you work and you love your work and you can dive into it and you know you're saying on your deathbed i don't want to work so much because i want to have spent time with my children and my family and my loved ones absolutely that but i think when we get to the end of our lives and we look back and we say how did i choose to live it i think the choices that we make should be determined by actively opting in to what it is we feel called to do, as opposed to on default, opting in to something that was available for us. Me and my friends talk about this too, like how when we were leaving secondary school, like, and again, air quotes, the careers advice that we had, you know, teachers basically said, oh, you're predicted three A's, you should study either law or medicine, um, or you're predicted, two B's in the C, you can study history or three C's, whatever it was. What I mean is we were allocated and put down paths based on what was possible, as opposed to someone taking time with us to figure out what our passion was, where we felt we would experience joy, where we felt that we would make a contribution that would make us feel incredible which by the way can also be being a full-time mother at home and I feel like you know that kind of is the manifestation of that patriarchal myth that working is better and go down a road that's been made available to you was in those conversations that we were having as we left secondary school so here is what's possible to you based on your academic level here's where you will now be funneled to as opposed to What do you love? What's going to make your heart sing? Do you plan to be a mother? That mightn't be compatible with this career. 
to the greatest extent possible. Um, and I think about that a lot and my friends and I, we laugh about this a lot, like how we all just landed basically, you know, we got stuck into one of these funnels like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory based on careers guidance advice. And yeah, like sink or swim based on that. So what I want to do with this podcast episode, and if you're still following with me, fair play to you, because I know this one here is a wee bit like meta and we're talking about a belief system that's so baked into how we live that it can actually be hard to extract the belief system from our own brains. But a few questions I want to leave you with, and come here, you can always write to me and tell me what your answers to these questions are, and some of you do, and I love that, I really genuinely do. Um, the questions I want to ask today are, do you think working is better than not working? What are your thoughts when a woman tells you that she has stepped out of work? for whatever reason. And that will tell you a lot about what your belief system is because remember, we do always have to distinguish between what we think we think versus what we actually think. And for most of us, what we think we think is, women can choose what they want, we have rights and women can use their rights. And But what, but what actually happens is then we see somebody leave work and we secretly have a thought, she's copped out. Like we, we don't think fair play to her for exercising her choice of what makes her passionate and happy. We think she's taken an easy way out. Um, and I, 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 you know, witnessed this myself whenever I became a coach. I received messages from people I worked with years ago saying, yeah, fair play to you and I for becoming a coach. You know, that must be really nice for your husband kind of thing. Like, you know, default just, oh, you've left your career. This, this isn't an elevation to a new career or a new path. You've clearly taken a step back. Um, and seeing that and like understanding what belief systems were behind it, I, I really was quite fine with it. But it was very manifest what the belief systems that were being projected onto me at that time were. So I want you to think about these things. What do you think about women having choices? What do you think about women working versus not working? What are your thoughts when someone takes an active step back from work, like be that moving down with hours they do or deciding not to come back to work after having children? And what do you think is the point of feminism is it more access to what were previously patriarchal remits? So I'm talking about power, decision-making, authority, money, success, defined in those conventional terms, or is it not rather access that can be subjectively applied to each one of us in order that we can make life choices that allow us to have the lives that we were supposed to have. I would love to hear what your thoughts are on this, where you get to with exploring these questions. You can always email me at hello at onionmorgan.com. And I wish you a good start to the week as I always do. And I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard today, I want to invite you to click subscribe so that you hear any future episodes of this podcast as they drop. Also, if you heard me say something today that you think would help another woman that you know, then please be sure to share that podcast with her and I'm sure she will be so thankful. Speak soon.